What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Water Cooler Entertainment. We are back. I am Vinny Z. I am joined by the most difficult but your favorite intern, Intern Joe. Hey, everyone. It's glad to be back. The three amigos are here. Me, Vinny, and Ty. I mean, Pat. I remember hey, my Pat. name this time. <laughs> That's right. Intern Joe is joining us virtually, and then also the new co-host to Watercool Entertainment, my man Pat. What's going on, Pat? What is going oh, on, everybody? I am guy. just happy to be here. Um, this is going. This is going to be a good one. I'm ha- excited to be back. We have Intern Joe joining us virtually, and of course, now's the time somebody decides to let the dog out. <laughs> We've been doing sound checks for the last what 20, 30 minutes, if not longer. At least an hour and a half. We finally realized we should just FaceTime instead of use Zoom. Oh, that was brutal, and now we're starting, and the dog is now out. He's going nuts. (laughs) Oh, you can't make this stuff up. All right, well, let's get started. I'm glad to be back with both of you. This should be fun. Um, This is going to be a little bit more of our loose uh, loose shows, you know, not nothing too... uh, Nothing too formatted here. I just want to talk about a little bit of stuff that we've been watching lately. So I know, like, personally, um, the new season of Ozark had just came out um, recently. I really haven't dove into this as much as I have before. Like, I'm a big Ozark fan. I binge watched the first three seasons. He never shuts up. He never shuts up. Have you watched – either of you watched Ozark? I got – No. I started watching the first season and kind of, like – just faded out of it pretty quickly. Really? Honestly, it, it caught my attention, but like I, I'm one of those people where I'll binge something, but I'll also do it as like background noise from going to bed, and then I'll wake up about six episodes later, and then I lose interest. Oh, so that's what happened. See, that's a really exactly. good. It's a really good show. It is. It's a great show. I was very into it for the first four episodes, and then I fell asleep, and then I was on season two. <laughs> never got back into. It. Never went back. Jesus. Yeah, it's definitely one of those shows you've got to watch, like, everything. Because that's a problem I'm having right now, actually getting back into it. So I feel like at one point, Sam was falling asleep. Or I was falling asleep while Sam still watched. So Sam then jumped into the next episode, like, and it's like, yeah, you've seen this already. And I'm like, no, I haven't. (laughs) So that's why I think I'm not as, like, captivated in it. But I'm still a big fan of the show. I definitely want to, I think I'm going to rewatch it from the beginning um, and catch up with where uh, Sam is now currently. Because um, I think she's a little bit ahead of me. But I'm watching that. Um, and then, you know, something I know Pat is really big on is uh, comfort shows. Oh, yeah, big time. I'm Like I said earlier, I love putting on a show before I go to bed or just as background noise. So I don't want to miss anything. So there's shows I binge. I mean, you you guys might judge me, but New Girl is an absolutely fantastic show. New Best, Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, New I Girl. I feel like I'm the living yeah. embodiment of Nick Miller, and if you haven't seen that, which you should, you won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, if you know uh, yeah, me, and you've seen of, that, and you know who Nick Miller is, you yeah, get I, a I've good seen, idea. Yeah, yeah I've seen a little bit that. of New Girl here and there. My little brother uh, really liked it. Who, so. who, the other Pat? Yeah, I know. He has good taste. <laughs> really? It must be a Pat thing. Never watched New Girl. It's a great, great show. Um, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty funny, yeah. It's one of those things, though. Like, those are the shows I fall back into when, like, uh, like mm-hmm. Yellowstone, which I'm super into. 
That's what, like one of like I'm a guy who I'll watch up. I can get into one show at a time. I can't I can't follow the plots for you know five different shows at a time. So I'm doing a lot of yeah. backtracking. But yeah, no. the thing with Ozark when I was getting into that, I started to get back into Yellowstone. And Joseph, Joseph, do you watch that show? Do you watch Yellowstone? Yeah. No, no. But my mother did, and she really, really liked it. It's a great show. It feel it's like a Cowboys and Indians thing for like the first se- yeah. two seasons, I would say. Then you get uh, into like the big businesses trying to buy up all the land around them. I don't want to spoil yeah. anything for anybody. <laughs> Cause it's, it's uh, yeah, I did watch the the what is it on Paramount Plus the nineteen I think it's like oh, eighteen eighty three yeah what, or something uh, like that Tim that McGraw, was like the Faith prequel Hill. to it I think uh, Sam Elliott's in there the incredible yeah. cast I I, yeah. I caught like the first episode or two when they were doing the uh, the previews during yeah. season four of Yellowstone but that's another yeah. thing though when you get to season four it's going to feel like a big ad if I'm <clears> being completely honest like you got Taylor Sheridan who wrote it. There's a uh, point with the four sixes ranch where Jimmy goes there. That's Taylor yeah. Sheridan's ranch. <laughs> but that's yeah. gonna spin off from there. Now you got eighteen eighty three, and now you got all mm. these products, and all all these people are becoming bigger stars. Yeah. And now you're getting yeah. them in a bunch of ads, so it's just constant. It's just like throwing new products in your face over and over and yeah, over no, again, definitely. which really bothered me because this new season mm. had so much potential from the very first episode, leading from the. Uh, the finale last season where yeah. like, it, it just comes off to like this big like holy crap like uh, it's yeah. such a big setup for the rest of the season and then it just kind of falls off into like it branches into like six different storylines yeah. to where like it's hard to follow the ones you the stories you really want to get into like uh like casey mm-hmm. yeah, gotcha. like it, it's gotcha. so much could have gone into his story this season that they just completely ignored. And everything they did with him just seemed very confusing and forced. Like, they had to have Casey in there. Okay. That's my biggest okay. That's my biggest complaint, but other than that, I love it. I love uh, Rip mm-hmm. is going full scorched earth after the finale. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah no, that, that sounds over, good. I definitely gotta kind of give it getting back a into, Like I said, the comfort shows, the, um, you know, little, little things you try to get into. Well, what about you, Joe? What have you been uh, watching? So, I've recently just binged both Hawkeye um, on uh, Disney Plus and Peacemaker on HBO Max. And, oh my god, man, those those shows are phenomenal. Like, especially Hawkeye. Like, I was seeing this kind of, like, formula with the other Marvel Disney Plus shows. And, like, they were just very, like big and out there and like focusing on you know phase four a lot but like hawkeye just it's like very down to earth it's like kind of like similar to the daredevil and luke cage shows like it's it's you know it's very like street level stuff and it's just dealing about it's about hawkeye dealing with the events of endgame and how that affected him, so they give um, Black Widow a great send off, like a great emotional, like you know, feeling with like you know Hawkeye feeling her loss and all this other stuff, and it's great. And then they have this other character, Kate Bishop, who's kind of like the passing of the torch type deal, where Hawkeye is teaching her the ropes and he's helping her deal with her own problems, and it's it's really great. And like they bring back a character from 
the Netflix Marvel shows that I did not think was ever going to come back, and they brought them back, and that's awesome. So, and then... That was just Pat opening a soda, I swear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said that was just Pat opening a soda, I swear. The non-alcoholic soda. Oh, Jesus. Um, But yeah, no, that was great. Like, just the, the back and forth between Kate Bishop and Hawkeye was just phenomenal. Like, it was, it was like, like they went emotional. They went comedic. It was, they had like this whole range and it was nice. It didn't feel stale. It didn't feel like it's like, okay, we get it. You guys are like, you know, you know, learning how to work together. It was just great the whole time. And they just worked well off of each other. Um, now Peacemaker, oh man, that James Gunn, man, James Gunn knows how to make entertainment. Like it. This show was so weird and comedic, and it had same twists every so often. It so just, I watched a little going. bit of that, and it definitely did look. Uh, uh-huh. It looked really good. I didn't get a chance to like sit down and watch the whole thing, but I was like mm-hmm. caught in the middle of a seat episode and like yeah. was completely captivated. Yeah, no, like seriously, John Cena as Peacemaker, this is his role. Like the same thing that happened with Batista in Guardians Horrible of the actor. Galaxy. Horrible oh, actor. Overrated oh actor. So James Gunn, just like with Batista, took John Cena and he made the character for him. And it it fits well. Like John Cena is just as great in the role. And like there's a so many there's like there's a good amount of storylines in it too. Like you know, one of the characters and her mother, which is a big deal. Like I'm not gonna spoil anything. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I finished it last week and it just was great. I hope there's a season two, but it doesn't seem like there's going to be. So who knows? Gotcha. Yeah, I'll definitely dive into that. Some other things that I've been watching, or uh, I guess noteworthy to talk about, minus my Ozark, my comfort shows, Burn Notice, Entourage. You know. Those are my everything. Uh, I've always been into wrestling. Um, some interesting news, too. I don't know how much uh, you're aware of this, but uh, AEW, um, the uh, they purchased Ring of Honor, which is kind of wild. Um, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen. Is there going to be more wrestling on TV? Kind of curious to see what happens with that. Um, yeah. But I thought that was something cool. Um, love wrestling, and we just went to... The show, uh, show in Atlantic City in the beginning of April and, or I'm sorry, uh, beginning of February and yeah. it was amazing. I can't wait to go again. I hope they, uh, I honestly want to go to the Las Vegas show in like two months, but that's, that's a commitment, a financial commitment, um, and a time <laughs> commitment. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Especially Definitely. after still like co- recovering off of the Atlantic City trip, um, where mm-hmm. we spared no expense than to go to Vegas yeah. and not want to spare any expense again. Um, we went out to dinner and like eight of us, and I think the cheapest thing on the menu was like a burger, and it was like thirty dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, so was we spared no. It, no, it was. It was the best burger I've ever had in my life. <laughs> But it, we spared no expense. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. Uh, so definitely enjoyed that experience. So I kind of want to see AEW keep thriving. But moving on a little bit from uh, you know things that we talked about here, I know this is something that Pat's been uh, pretty uh, invested in talking about a lot. Um, 
a little bit about sports here, uh, the NFL Combine, what's going on with baseball. So, uh, God, I want to hear some thoughts you have here, Pat, uh, if you want to give so, us some uh, <laughs> feedback here. So, the MLB lockout. I'm going to go on record saying, first and foremost, 162 games <laughs> is too many. You can... <laughs> You could absolutely bury me for that take, but 162 games to narrow it down to, to 12 is insane. It's insane to me. We know who the best teams are <laughs> at that point. So I'm not too upset about shortening the season. What I am upset about is, is these billionaires, these people with FU money, <laughs> are nickel and diming these guys who you can say as a casual fan, like, oh, these guys make millions and millions of dollars to play a kid's game. Which is nice when you think about the upper echelon of guys like a Harper or Soto or Trout, uh, Trout even, you know? <laughs> but when you get to yeah. these guys who are working their way up through the minors to finally make, you know, the 40-man <laughs> roster, and then they manipulate it over and over again so they don't get credited for seasons. They bring them up, set them down, bring them up, set them down. Like... Basically, like they're a product and not, you know, this guy trying to make a living here. So they're they're talking about, oh, you got to cap the salary tax. It's not salary tax, sorry, the luxury tax. Then you, there's no salary caps. You can pay them whatever you want. And all these owners and Manfred, they're worried about spending more, making, you know, um, competitive balance is what they're claiming. Yeah. What the problem is that these billionaire owners don't want to divvy up the $11 billion to the players, the ones who make them the money. Mm-hmm. So now you got them talking about wanting to lower the luxury tax, yeah. or the, the level for the luxury tax, compared to what the players want. They want a higher luxury tax. They want you know they want to spread the uh, the wealth pretty evenly with these new guys coming up. The problem with that, though, is you get a lot of these teams in smaller markets like Seattle. Pittsburgh's a big one. That they're not going to be big spenders. Even, again, yeah. billionaire owners, they have the money to do it. But my biggest thing, what I, I think would be a really big uh, resolution to this, would be a salary floor. Like, yeah, you can spend whatever you want, but you have to spend a minimum. Because when you have teams like Pittsburgh who they bring up all this talent like Garrett Cole, McCutcheon, they're all on other teams now. And the big reason is they don't want to spend. And they're all worried about, oh, COVID cutting into profits. You can't turn a profit when you put in a crappy product out in the field at the same time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you'd get higher attendance if you had a better team, if you're willing to make the, uh, you know, spend the money to attract these fans. Yeah, it's true, really, true. It's, it's really yeah. crazy to me because, like, you know, you got these guys – Working their way up, you know, really, you know, busting their butts to make just make it to the league, make it on a roster, yeah. and now they're like, oh, I got a chance. I don't have to work two jobs like I did when I was down in Double A. But yeah. now they they make a minimum of three years credited for these guys to at hit free agency, renegotiate a second contract, whatever. Now you're manipulating this. These guys are stuck through the system for years and years and years, and now you're getting guys you know, a decade into their career now finally being able to make these contracts, get the, you know, get the money they've earned. And now, oh, they're too old. They're, they've been, you know, throughout the farm system. They're not worth this money. And now they're getting denied money that they earned through that career. 
So <laughs> it's crazy to me. It really is. These owners just really want to nickel and dime these guys who, like I said earlier, you know, you can look at it as a fan and be like, oh, these guys make millions of dollars to play a game. But these owners have make so much money off of the yeah. work of these players. No, yeah. And they no, want to I... keep as much for themselves as possible. No, That's I completely agree. Like, like you know, like, is. yes, the players make a lot of money, but they've worked hard to make this money. And for the owners to then turn around and make it that they should end up making less is right. stupid. Like, right. Like, they're the reason like, these, these owners are making a profit on a purchase yeah. of a team that costs them billions of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, like that's no, insane. I, yeah. They're making money like, hand over fist. Now, yeah. here's the here's the real money question. Yeah. Uh-huh. If they lock it, how long do you think it goes? I think this goes to almost June. I think because they don't turn a profit until May anyway, so they're fine with they're completely fine with shutting these games down through the month of April. Yeah. I mean, do you think baseball? Um, do you think they can stomach this, or do you think the MLB? It's a. I think of once you start getting into the summer months where they really start making their money. That I think that's when the owners and the commissioners start really going to feel that financial hit of having no product out. There. Well, that's not. But do you like baseball's already, in my opinion, and I say this, I like baseball, and I'm not like ragging on baseball, but it's a dying sport. Absolutely, it is not changed yeah. at all at the professional level, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But I, I just personally think that the sport is uh, – it cannot afford this. Like, it needs to have a season this year because, like, your diehard baseball fans, if it's not there, are going to find something else. Yeah. And they're not going to care as much. Or another league of some format is going to catch the ride. That's, I think the MLS is going to catch up, honestly. I really do. I, I as heart, It's not heartbreaking to me. I love baseball. But as crazy as it, as it is to think, like, if this – this stuff keeps up for the next, I don't know, five years to a decade. I'd say more on the side of five years. The MLS is going to overtake MLB in terms of popularity in this country, I, which I is crazy. It's to already me. close. Yeah, what's, I think it's already what's the MLS uh, Major League Soccer. I think it oh, is. Okay. So I, I actually had something that was yeah. sent, and I, I mean, I don't know how accurate the poll was, but it is like, but it's happening. Baseball has not changed since. They're not doing anything new. No, <laughs> it's a long season, long games. Like, I don't know, my opinion, I just think, like, short, like, a six-inning game, um, 80-game season, mm-hmm. and let's rock and roll, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 80 games, yeah. six innings, because at that point, like, yeah. a good stud pitcher can go eight six innings. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, And they want <laughs> they want to uh, expand the playoff pool. We get yeah, halfway through the year, we know who's the best. Once we get to that trade deadline and after... We know who those top teams are. We don't need to add more. <laughs> no, I agree. Excuse me. Um, but another thing going on right now, we're get heating up, getting close to it. I think what free agency in the NFL opens soon. Yeah, another. Uh, I want to say another week or two. I think yeah. it opens up. We get to the start of the new league year. Finally, <laughs> get to uh, the league that's actually doing it right. Yeah, as much, exactly. As it hurts to say, because Goodell is a clown. <laughs> But compared to Manfred, you know, he's not he's not doing so <laughs> look, bad. Look, anybody compared yeah. to Manfred is uh, – it looks like a genius. I mean, don't get – like how, like, you can manage a league for a sport like football through COVID 
and you basically got out of there scot free. I mean, let's let's be completely honest. And he got yeah. baseball like through the first season, canceling like weeks worth of games at a time uh, before a lockout. Before a lockout, the least contact between people in any sport. There's more contact with the ball than anything. Right. <laughs> like they literally can be six feet apart, like at all times. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You'd prefer to be six feet apart from anybody yeah, else. Like, wild. Oh my god! Like the worst thing that could happen, like you spit or no? Uh, they said you that you couldn't spit. Yeah, there, there was a yeah, rule. There was no spitting. spitting. It's insane. <laughs> no spitting. Oh my god! Uh, wild. What a thing to ban. Um, but back to you know the league that does actually matter, the National Football League. You know what time of year it is, Vinny? What time of year? It is time for the the NFL scouting combine. It's always fun because this, is, this is where like you have the wild, shocking things. Like I know one one of the big stories that came out a couple days ago was Alave's uh, forty time yeah. was like stupid, stupid fast. Yeah. Like I think what was a four four? Yeah. Let me pull that up real quick. And wild. Yeah. You see, like this is like <laughs> Eagles specifically. What we've been looking for for the past four years at this point is a wide receiver. We got our guy in Devontae. Our, our depth sucks. But looking at some of these guys like um, – who is that guy that just ran the 4-2? Was that Olave? No, that wasn't Olave. This was the kid out of uh, Baylor. I say kid because now they're younger than me, and that's really depressing to think about. I know. We, yeah, I, I try not to think say about kid. that. Yeah, Tyquan Thornton. He ran an unofficial four two one, which would put him point zero one seconds faster than John Ross. That's why he runs a four two one. Officially runs a four two eight, but a sub four three as a receiver. That's insane. And we're looking at let's say the top one two three four five six seven eight nine. Right, so the top eight, the top eight receivers in this draft. They're all sub four four forties. That's wild. That's insane to me. Like these, these, these kids coming out of college now are super athletes. It is crazy. Um, like these are guys that are going to make an impact right away. Like you, you really saw it. I want to say last year, as much as it pains me to say, Micah Parsons. Like these guys are freak athletes. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason Here's you won rookie of the year. The one that stood out to me the most especially with the Eagles and what they need. I'm looking at the D linemen and linebackers. Jordan Davis. Six foot six. Six foot six, 341 pounds. Oh my God. He's an absolute monster. A big boy. Absolute monster. You know know what's crazier? You know what's even crazier? He ran a four, seven, eight, 40. Oh my, could you imagine? Weighed in at 341 pounds. And that man ran 40 yards in under five seconds. An absolute (laughs) unit. You want to do that to comparison? I was five foot six, 175 pounds. You know what my 40 time was? Six seconds flat. (laughs) (laughs) That means that he is double your size. You got a foot on you, double your weight, and two seconds... They're a second and, and a half. A noticeable difference. <laughs> yeah, in like, I'm not going to get into the math right now. Just, <laughs> but it's a noticeable difference between the two of us. <laughs> that is a monster. 
Like, this is what quarterbacks should be running. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not a 6'6", six, six, what did you say, 350? 341. I'm sure he's been over 350. <laughs> this has got to be on the other lighter side. Either way, we're talking yeah. about 9 pounds. I mean, we got here. unofficial 40 times. There needs to be unofficial weights. We need, like, you know, a few <laughs> separate measurements, yeah. in, in my opinion. That's wild. I uh, I always like this time of year, though. It's always fun because you get to see, like, it is literally, like, a showcase for freak athleticism. Like, these dudes, like, you realize 6'6", 341, and he's moving. Like, if that man is chasing after you, you're dead. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's the stuff in nightmares. Like, like, if he wants to hurt you, you're hurt. You're not escaping that. Can you imagine being one of these quarterbacks with a really really bad offensive line <laughs> <laughs> joe burrow i mean what <laughs> yeah like joe burrow <laughs> uh, he might die <laughs> seriously like could you imagine that's wild especially like the slower ones now like now i mean the league has changed a lot they're not as slow as they used to be but like slower quarterbacks like peyton manning like love peyton tom brady not a big mm-hmm. company fan, but like they were not mobile guys. No, not at all. So like, could you ima- imagine them trying to evade <laughs> these pass rushers today? They're dead. They're dead men. <laughs> That's why, like now, if you think about it, like NFL quarterbacks, none of them are, none of them are like slow. Like you don't have your typical There's like. Not, you can't be. You can't <laughs> afford it. <laughs> You'll die. <laughs> you have people the sizes intern Joe running four. Five forties that are gonna kill you. They're track stars. <laughs> they can, they can be track stars and the star of my six hundred pound life. That is an, an insane human being. Like, oh my God. if intern Joe wanted to kill me, my 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 plan always is I'll outrun him. The problem is you can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> these athletes you can't outrun. God damn. Um, but I'm excited for it. Um, some yeah, other some other things that are kind of exciting. And uh, I'm gonna turn this over to uh, intern Joe. He's a little bit more familiar with this stuff. But uh, you want to talk about some uh, video game stuff you yeah. got going on here, Joe? Oh yeah, yeah. No. Um, one game I've been really playing a lot now is uh, Pokemon Arceus, which is oh man, dude, it changes up the whole bar- ball game, you know. Um, like most of the Pokemon games just follow the same old formula of, you know, you go through, it's very linear, Finny, you know, you just go from Pokemon gym to Pokemon gym and collect the badges and then fight the elite four. But Arceus, like it changes it up. It focuses a lot more on, you know, exploring these open world sections and, you know, catching Pokemon and doing tasks and stuff like that and side missions like Pokemon's never had before. So, not to cut you missions. off, so it's more of like a free roam type deal? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like there, so, there's these like five big maps and you just roam around on those maps, you do side missions and you look for specific Pokemon to fill out your Pokedex and get that... And, get that completed the whole goal of the game is to 100 percent the pokedex which you know other games were that was part of it but like the main goal is going through the elite four and beating the champion this is more just like hey you 100 percent the pokedex you find out why you know a big thing about this was that 
you know, spoilers, but you're a character from the present that gets sent back in time to the past, which is also a big deal of something different. Um, from so now, just games. just just for um, people who are unaware, what platform is this on? Nintendo Switch. Oh, really? I really yes. want to get a Switch. Um, it's been on my agenda last couple weeks. Um, mm -hmm. Went out to a friend's house and played the Switch yeah. and fell in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember seeing those texts. Um, um, so, yeah, no, a Nintendo I, Switch I, is definitely on my agenda. Yeah, no, it, it, it's... It's a very like interesting console. Like I, I love it. I love the fact you can dock it and play it on your TV, and then take it as you go. And you know, and Nintendo's definitely bringing their A game. Like especially this year, like they got so many games coming out. You know, like they just had Arceus come out. They have Legend of Zelda um, two coming out, the new one, and you know, like. They just have all, they're just popping out games this year. And, like, another one they just announced, like, last week was Gen 9 for Pokemon, which was, like, all, like mind-blowing because people were not expecting that because, like, Arceus just came out. The remakes for another Pokemon game just came out. So, like, people were not expecting the Gen 9 announcement to come out. And it's all, it's, it's very interesting. Like, it's set in Spain. And the graphics look a lot, it looks like a combination of, like, um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Pokemon Arceus, and Pokemon um, Snap. Like, a great fusion of those, like, um, mechanics and stuff like that. So, that uh, that looks great, and I'm definitely looking forward to that. But, um, Pat, what have you been playing, man? Dude, this is the same old stuff, honestly. I wish I was as much into video games as I used to be. Like back in high school, but now it's it's a standard uh, Madden MLB the Show, and I play a lot of Red Dead Redemption too. That game is so so beautiful, and I love Rockstar so much. <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm stuck on the part where you have to burn the tobacco field. Sorry if this is a spoiler. You know, three years in the making now. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I can't get past it. I cannot get past it. So I've just been going a lot into like the open world, which is what what I'm really into with video games. Like, like GTA is one of the really first games I got into when I was younger. A lot of GTA three, a lot of Vice City. Yeah. But yeah, just that open world world feel to a game is my my favorite oh, yeah yeah oh yeah like rockstar really does great with those open world games like me and Vinny, like god how 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 many hours do we plug into gta 5 like oh too my many. god too many so many hours dude when the heist so came many. out i did not come out of my bedroom for like yeah. weeks i haven't yeah. played that in a while like, um like dude i bought gta 5 i bought that on Three separate consoles. Yeah, dude, I got, I got it on release Xbox day for 360 each. because <laughs> Vinny was nagging me to play it. Then I got it on Xbox One because when I moved down to Florida, my friends down there were nagging me to play it. And then I got it now for PS4 because Vinny yet again was nagging me to play it. And then we haven't played it. You haven't been on. I would play that in a heartbeat with anybody. It's just it's a game that stinks to play by yourself. Yeah, you get boring. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Great. It's um, definitely the interactions with you and your friends playing it together, which is the fun part. Yeah, we definitely got to get back into doing that. I personally been playing a typical uh, Madden, um, and the game I've been playing a lot more than I played a lot of other games in a while is uh, Call of Duty, uh, the new one Vanguard. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. Um, 
I was pretty proud of myself because uh, I was like playing it like consistently, and I used to stink at that game. Oh, yeah. And I'm like now decent. I mean, I'm not good. Yeah. But I, I, I'm I'm decent. Dude, I'll tell you what. I got my first Xbox in. It was Christmas in eighth grade, so like 2010. I got an Xbox 360. Dude, my entire winter break, I played Black Ops. Black Ops One, I want to say. Black Ops One or Two. I played that all the way through winter break. Like that was that year was the peak of my video game obsession, which like reached a like Everest esque summit. <laughs> yeah. Like I got into no, the point where say... like I wanted to like record stuff, get on YouTube and all that. Dude, I was so into it. <laughs> and I wish I was uh, anymore, dude. Like I, I would spend so much time on that. Uh Minecraft was another one when that came out. Minecraft that's that no, so God, freshman year. Minecraft. Freshman Jeez. year of high school, dude, I put countless hours into that. Minecraft is fun. Expert, dude. I got yeah. I'm an expert with uh Redstone. If we're being honest here, so so you got Xbox One then, right? Yeah, now uh, I do. Yeah, I, I've been wanting poor to get decision maker. I, yeah, I've been wanting to get a uh, PS5 or uh, Xbox Series X. Honestly, at this point, it just depends on what my friends are using. Like it's like at this point in my life, it's not preference. It's just what the hell is everybody else using? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. you. Have either of uh, you gotten the uh, the new gen consoles? No. I have not. I know people who have. Um, they talk really good uh, good about the PlayStation, uh, Xbox, not so much. But Xbox sucks. So what do you expect? Right, like you'd expect that response from Vinny. I'm sure he's heard worlds and worlds of stuff where he got that opinion from. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't was his previous bias. <laughs> Nothing to do with my previous opinions that I've said on this show multiple times. That oh, PlayStation is the superior console. Nothing to do with that. It's solely what I've been what I've been told. Not, my bias has nothing to do with that opinion. <laughs> oh dear God! Yeah. But what do you guys yeah. plan on getting? Because honestly, like the last gen of consoles, I was very much into like the releases and all that. Reading up on all the news between Xbox Series X and PS Five, honestly, I haven't gotten much of an opinion on either. Mainly because they've been impossible to find. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Is they're so hard to get. Like my brother had a PlayStation Five, and he had to like pay to get the PlayStation. Yeah. 5. They're really yeah. hard to get. Um, I personally am not gonna spend more than retail price. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh, I'm. I'm definitely on that. Like. I don't know. I. I kind of just. I. I'm a PlayStation Nintendo fanboy. Yeah. So like I. Those two are yeah. my consoles. Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. mind playing. Xbox because I've had plenty of friends before that I'd get an Xbox to play. You know, like COD. Like. They like I was gonna bring up earlier. Like. Black Ops and Black Ops 2, oh my god, how many hours I put into those zombie modes, I swear. Countless. That was a slow. Countless. Dude, I, I still remember, though, my um my start with video games. It was a uh, an N64. I remember my other buddy, Vinny. Not this one. He isn't the, uh, the one with a uh, cannibalism problem. My other <laughs> my other friend, Vinny, it, <laughs> we oh, were playing, Jesus I remember Christ. Super Smash Brothers in my basement. I beat him with Donkey Kong. Or no, he was Donkey Kong. I was Link from Legend of Zelda. Threw him off the castle. You know what happens next? I get his choppers right into my side. (laughs) That's my earliest memory of video games. (laughs) (laughs) It only only grew from there. Um, Great game. It is a good game. That's why I want to get a. Uh, I do want to get a uh, Switch. Uh, Nintendo games are a lot. Of, I, I, in my opinion, like 
Nintendo is good for like groups of people. Yes. Like there's fun for like so like last time I the first time I played the Switch, it was a bunch of us just at a friend's house and we were playing like uh, Mario Kart. We played Super yeah. Smash Bros. and it was just like literally it was a yeah. blast and everybody was having fun. I was like, this is the system for friends. Yes. Like PlayStation, yeah, but like there's not many like it's not a multiplayer like platform like i feel like uh, nintendo switches yeah and like nintendo in general yeah. i feel that kind of like um hops the the line between like hardcore gamer and just like casual and like someone who just like doesn't know much yeah. about video games like i remember Christ, even in college our neighbors they um they had their n64 i mean like they're normal they were normal like sorority girls so you never expect it like they're not gonna have an xbox or playstation mm. but like we're, we're hanging yeah. out there one night, and we're just, yeah, we're drinking, and we're playing Super Smash Brothers on their old N64. Like, this, it, like, mm-hmm. not generational-wise, but, like, just uh, personality mm-hmm. and interest-wise, like, Nintendo just kind of, like, everybody, yeah. no, everybody like, knows it. See, see, I'm a big fan of... You in- definitely, you definitely hear that with, um, with Nintendo. Like, Nintendo's that console, like people talk about like when i was in college yeah you know either playing an n64 or a gamecube or a wii they're like yo like we are our friends we'd get drunk and we'd play nintendo and that's just funny how exactly and like great how nintendo's that console it is it definitely is um and it as pat mentioned it uh, has surpassed his generations and as joe knows i talk about generational things generational shows um you know yeah we talk about how uh, Saved by the Bell has transcended generations. Um, Keenan and oh Kel, God. not so much. I mean, let it go. That's just, let it go. in my opinion, just let it go. That, that will never oh die. My God. Um, but before we wrap it up, we'll have a little bit of fun here. Me and uh, intern Joe Pat can uh, kind of hang out and watch the uh, the madness. So what we have here, Joe, is let's play a little bit of uh, name the movie here uh, through the quotes. Oh. Um, do you want to go first yeah. or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Alright, so for those of you who have never heard us, uh, you know, new to the show or never heard us play this before, there's three quotes that are supposed to be, um, in our opinion, ordered as in, so the first quote we get is the toughest, the second quote we get is moderately, gives you a little bit more information, the third one's usually, uh, the easiest one, like, should help you, uh, Get the movie if you can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just for those of you that have not seen uh, or heard, I should say, this game before. So, uh, I'm ready, Joe. Okay. So, the first one is, this is how I win. Hmm. And what we'll do, how we can involve Pat here, is if I don't get it or you don't get it, we'll give Pat the opportunity here to uh, guess at the end. All right. Um, uh, I'm going to need the next quote there, Joe. Yeah, I'm going to need quote number two. Okay. <laughs> I made a crazy risk. You gamble, and it's about to pay off. Part of me just thinks, like, the voice you're using, it's going to be a Christopher Walken quote. <laughs> <laughs> the way you were talking there. <laughs> no. Can I get that no. quote again, please? Yeah. I made a crazy risk. You gamble, and it's about to pay off. Alright, give me one more last quote. Okay. They say you can see the whole universe in opals. That's how fucking old they are. 
He just cursed on the show. Come God on, damn it. Joe. You get one. It's a you family get one show. for PG-13. You get one. <laughs> I saved it for this. It's a kid's show. <laughs> um. All right. Well, do you have a guess, Pat? I, I have no idea. No. The third one was the hardest. Jesus, Joe. Go. What is it? It's your, it's your favorite Adam Sandler's movie. What is it? Uncut Gems. Oh, I hate that movie. I hate that movie. I don't remember any quotes from that movie. That movie is atrocious. That's no, 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 no. Very good one. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Now I putting it together. No. All right. Now, now that you did that, uh, Pat, have you seen Uncut Gems? I have not. Hate the movie. I've um, only seen Julia Fox's pronunciation of it, and now I refuse to watch it. <laughs> you don't want to watch the movie. It's it's atrocious. It's literally we did it for a movie review a ways back, and. It was yeah. it was hard to get through. I think we had to fast forward through it because it was just so long. And <laughs> well, I see. Out of the three of us, I thought it was decent, but like, but like, Vinny just kept on shitting on it the whole time. I hate that movie with a passion. So now we turn to Joe's turn. Um, mm-hmm. yep. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. First quote: Do I really look like a guy with a plan? You know what I am. I'm a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. You know, I just do things. Repeat that one. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? You know what I am? I'm a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. You know, I just do things. <sighs> Shit, give me the next one. Yeah, see, he know, he, he, you, you know this. Sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Sometimes people deserve more. Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. Their faith rewarded? You're going to get this by the third one. If you don't, I'm going to be appalled. Dude, you know how horrible I am with quotes. Are you ready for the last one? Okay. Okay, go with the last one. If you don't get this, I will be shocked. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Joseph. Batman v Superman? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Joe! Well that, that 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 saying is in that too. Um Can I can I can I can I turn the it over to, to Pat here? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say, say it again. Say, say, say them all again. I'm not reading them all again. Say it real slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, long enough to be. I know this. Hold on. Give me a sec. Jesus. Uh, um, the tension builds. I know Pat knows it. I know Pat knows it. Does Joe know it? The thing is, though, so many, so many superhero films have used that last line. Yeah, but like um, between the first one and the third one, the iconic one, like they just go hand in hand. It's not Spider-Man Two. Um, uh, can I please let Pat guess? Fine, let Pat guess. Pat, what is this? Uh, the Dark Knight. <laughs> it's the Dark Knight, Joe. Uh, the first the quote dark. was a Joker oh. quote. Like, I thought that was a given. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? You know what I am? I'm a dog chasing cards. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. You know, I just God, do things. Joker said that one. Yeah, okay. Oh. I haven't seen The Dark Knight in years. I saw it, like, when it first came out. It's a bad excuse, bud. Bad excuse. 
No, well, so. I, I told you I'm horrible at quotes. So, so we were what over two on that. With that being said, <laughs> it makes so much here. sense. Jesus Christ, we'll definitely have to do that again next show because that was uh, that was fun. I missed doing that. Yeah, I got um, some good ones. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Paddle jump in on the next one. Other than that, it has been fun. We will be back with you guys again next week. Um, very excited to come back together and start doing the show again. We will talk to you guys next week. That's all, folks. Mm-hmm.